So today, or actually late last night or early this morning, um, I had sent out a tweet about um, hosting a virtual LAN party. And so what we'd like to do is we would like to get as many of our listeners and friends as we can uh, to join us on May 2nd uh, from 11 a.m. till the wee hours of Sunday morning and play some games, uh, some multiplayer games. Uh, I mean, feel free to show up and come and go as you please. What's up, Jerry? Jerry Gamers in the chat room. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, start this as maybe a regular thing where we all get together and play some games. One of the main reasons why... I do this is so that I can meet more people and um, have more people to play games with. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that uh, that event is May 2nd at 11 a.m. Central Time. And you don't need to be there right at 11 a.m. You could show up at whenever you want. It could be 10 p.m. I'll, I'll still be on, I'm sure. I'll be on all day. So come hang out with us. Play some games with us. Um, don't don't think just because uh you know we don't have the game you don't have the games that I normally play like Call of Duty or The Division um I've got a huge game library so does you know Curlin and, and Logan and so chances are if there's a game you like to play we we probably have it too I'd love to get some uh some groups going and get some gaming going since you know during the social distancing we really can't do a uh a regular LAN party here at my house, I normally host um, every three months a, a mini land with, you know, just local friends of mine. And, um, you know, we were just saying the other day how much it sucks that we can't do that. We haven't been able to do it because of the, um, you know, social distancing. So we would love to see uh, and hear from some of our listeners and our old friends uh, to show up and do that on uh, May 2nd. So looking forward to that. Now, for my playlist this week, it uh, hasn't changed much. I've been pretty boring. I've really gotten into Call of Duty Modern Warfare um, and leveling up my different weapons and, and going for different uh, legendary weapons. And and there she is. What's up, Whitney? Hello. Good to see you. I'm glad you could make it. Um, I was just going through my playlist, and uh, <clears throat> it hasn't, like I said, it hasn't changed. Call of Duty Modern Warfare and the Division 2. What about you, Whitney? I, I see you've been playing, uh, this is a game I've never heard of, Valorant. Valorant? It's the um, new game just released by Riot Games. I'm sorry, I was running around outside trying to wrinkle. I'm oh. out of breath. I oh. had to run back up here. <laughs> totally totally understandable. But, uh, so is it my turn? Yep. It's your turn. Yep, it's your turn. Oh. I want to hear all about Valorant. Well, I've only played uh, four games so far, but I'm three and one which I'm pretty proud of. The last game I like came in top. I was like, yes. But uh, it's been a bit of an adjustment. I find it's a lot of fun. A lot of people are comparing it to Overwatch, which really there's only um, one hero or champion with like one certain ability that like rings Overwatch to me. But like, to be honest, it's refreshing. Like I'm tired of CSGO. It's the same thing, the same maps. Nothing's ever changed at all. And I don't like the market for the guns. I think that gets to be a little ridiculous, but uh, that's my personal opinion. So what do you want to know about Valorant? Uh, everything. I mean, I'm, I pulled up a, a trailer here. Whoops. So, looking at the uh, the trailer for Valorant, it, it reminds me a lot of Overwatch. I know you, you had mentioned Overwatch. Is, it, um, is that a pretty good analog? No, I, I would say people say it's Overwatch because of the use of the abilities. But I at this point, like... 
it's kind of common in a lot of things. I feel like, yeah, it's kind of fair to compare it to it to a degree. And so there's only one hero or champion with this one ability that's very much like Hanzo's, which I would call like Overwatch. But I feel like it's definitely more of a riot aesthetic than Overwatch at all. Like it's not cartoony or anything like that. So I see a lot of differences between the games. But it's like a, I want to say 5v5, I haven't paid that much attention, uh, game. And of course, it's like CSGO, where you got to plant what's called the spike or the bomb, and the other team has to defuse it or kill everybody. Um, you can buy abilities. So like with the, the currency you build up, you buy abilities and guns and whatnot. And like the rounds actually, uh, they go for quite a while. I was really surprised how long the matches were for it being unranked. So is it in, uh, it's a free-to-play game with uh, in-game purchases? Uh, yeah, I would say it's like gun skins and whatnot, but or maybe the heroes. But because it's closed beta, it's really hard to say right now. But you can buy gun skins and. So it's a it is in beta right now then. Mm-hmm. It's closed beta. Closed beta. Oh, it's closed beta. So you need an invite to get into it. Yeah, which there's been like a lot of like uproar about that in like a in a small way because you had. A, I don't know if y'all heard it all, but, like, Dr. Disrespect had, like, drops in his title, but didn't have drops enabled or something, or I don't know. And then recently, like, everybody now can give drops because you have some people who do live reruns. Like, they don't use the rerun function on Twitch, but they'll rerun, like, it's a live broadcast of a previous broadcasting um, to get all these, like, crazy viewers and whatnot. So... There's been like a... A little bit of controversy, of, huh? Yeah. Oh. Well, any idea when it'll go into open beta? Uh, I do not offhand. I think it will still probably be for a while. Like, I think... I don't know. It's really hard to say. Because I feel like for it being a beta, it's actually like a pretty polished beta. Have you had any crashes or any issues? Um, Every once in a while, my game likes to freeze for a split second. Or well, longer than a split second, enough for me to worry, like, am I going to die? But other than that, it runs really smooth. I haven't had any crashes with the game or anything. Just every once in a while, like, the game will... Cool. This will be one to keep an eye on, then, for future uh, future play. Anything else on your playlist? No, I'm trying to spend some time off of the computer. I, there's only, like, so long I can play at the computer day after day after day. I got to, like keep busy, get some sunlight, so, doing all. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that can be hard sometimes. I know here it's been rainy constantly. I'm really happy it hasn't been constantly rainy. For what's going on, I would have expected for Washington, it would have just been nothing but drizzle, at the very least drizzle, day after day after day, but no, we've had some really nice weather, which I'm very happy. Great, yeah, I know I need to get out of the house myself. <laughs> More. Uh, Logan, what about you? What have you been playing? What's on your playlist? <laughs> I've been doing nothing. I played like tons of StarCraft 2 the past week, but I just, I haven't, I downloaded, I swear to God, I downloaded like 15 different games and I opened one of them. I played um, uh, Warzone. I did the tutorial, uh, bailed on that. I did 10 minutes of the original God of War. Um, I realized that because I've got um, Xbox uh, uh, Ultimate Pass, 
that Gears uh, Gears of War 5 is on there. So I downloaded that and I said, yet to play it. It's just, I've been doing tons of stuff around the house since we've been here. And that's just been really all the time, just rearranging everything, making a, a an office space more office-y and a gaming space more gaming. And I just haven't sat down. I've, I've been literally watching tons more people play games than I've actually played myself, which is ironic that I would watch them have fun while I just sit there. Uh, yeah, maybe this week. Yeah, I, I've tried watching uh, Twitch and, and Mixer when I'm at work on my phone, and, and I find that it just makes me want to play games and not be at work even more. Yeah, I've got that on the background a lot when I work, and I find I work a lot a lot more. Right, so I had to think about who was listening to this podcast. It definitely makes me work harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Curls, how about you? What's on your playlist? Uh, well, for me, it's just been a little bit of Borderlands 2 on the Xbox um, and uh, some Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, I, I did a couple of live streams beginning of last week uh, on the new channel just to kind of test out what it looks like and stuff like that. But other than that, man, it's too many games, not enough time. <laughs> you know how it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been enjoying Penguins on Proton. Thank you. Thank you very it's much. It's been very, very informative. I watch it whenever I get a chance to. Um, I, I have to get caught up. I don't think I've seen the, the latest two videos that you've posted, but um, I will be watching those for sure. Yeah, that, that, those. Uh, one of them is kind of, kind of short. It's just a quick how-to. I've been trying to mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a, 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 maybe a how-to and a how I make this game work every week. But, you know, with the editing and learning DaVinci Resolve, you know, it's it's been a bit of a curve, so. Yeah, I've used DaVinci Resolve. Um, I was pretty happy with it. It's it's very, it's pretty intuitive. It's, it's similar enough to Premiere Pro, which is what I use for this show and um, what I generally use 90% of the time. Um, but I, I did dip my toe into DaVinci Resolve and um, you get a lot of power there uh, for free. Yeah, I, I went ahead and 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 splurged for the uh, the studio license. Oh, okay. So you um, get you get even more features. Yeah, mainly because I wanted to be able to edit on the go on in Linux, and there's codecs in the studio package that you don't get with the free version, which oh. is probably why where the price comes in is you paying for a license for all the freaking codecs and shit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's see what's in the news this week. Uh, switch screens here. The crisis, uh, sorry, crisis uh, has been teasing, or the crisis team has been teasing a bit of a, of a uh, reveal. Uh, it's possible that the uh, the Crytek team is working on either a new crisis game or a remastered crisis game at this point. Uh, and this is based on a tweet that was sent out earlier this week from the crisis account, which apparently hasn't been used in like three years. Uh, in which they said, hey, Nomad, you're still with us. So this has led people to believe that we're either going to get a another Crisis game or perhaps they're going to take the old Crisis game uh, and give them a refresh. Well, um, I've seen a couple of headlines saying that it's going to be a remaster. A remaster, so, okay, yeah, I'll yeah, take it. Yeah, so Great games. Yeah, so I guess it'll be like the original game on the newest version of the engine with 4K and tweaks and all this other kind of stuff. Nice. Maybe we'll be able to once again say, can it play on Crisis? Can it play Crisis? <laughs> I, only, 
I only played it for the first time, like, I think three years ago. It was my first playthrough ever, and it was it was stellar back then, and that was just yeah, like, probably three, yeah. four years tops. It holds up. I mean, it's an amazing game, and I, 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 it, the last time I was in it, I, uh, it, I mean, it holds up. I was looking at a rainbow. You walk up to this waterfall, and there's like this rainbow in the, uh, the mist from the waterfall, and I'm like, man, I can't believe this game is as old as it is. Yeah, I might have to do a but does it play in Linux on that one. For sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Call of Duty Season 3 has started. Um, I'm already, I think my season level is already 42, and I'm like 92 uh, for my, my normal level. I've been playing this game pretty much nonstop, anytime I get a chance to play. Uh, I I've was never really into... The whole first-person shooter thing. I've always been more of a single-player RPG guy. And um, when Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the very first one, came out, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, I got into that multiplayer, and I loved that it had private servers and everything. But uh, with this game, this most recent game, um, I've just really been enjoying it. I, I, don't, I don't know why. And uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not terrible for a change. I don't suck at it. I don't know if that's because... There's less cheaters now, or I mean, there's still cheaters in the game. Uh, you, you'll you'll see them when you watch the uh, the kill cam. Uh, it'll give away a lot, but um, I've just really been enjoying this season. Are, are any of you guys in playing uh, Modern Warfare right now? No. no. Nah, not at all. No. Nope. Isn't it free right now or something? Warzone is free, so if you anybody That's can go good. in and play Warzone for free. That's the only mode that I don't play, and it's only because I think it's boring. And um, most of the time, I, I, I'm sneaking around, sneaking around in Warzone, and I get shot, and I don't know by who or where it came from, and I end up in the gulag. And then one of my teammates has to eventually buy my freedom back. And then, you know, I get shot again. But when you're shot and you're in the gulag, and you're, not, you're just basically watching your teammates play and fiddling on your phone, and that's just not fun for me, so I don't... That's why I don't play those kind of games. Um, it's just I, I'm not good at them, and I, I spend too much time not playing. And I'd rather be playing a multiplayer where I get shot and then I just respawn and I can you know get right back back to the game. But uh, I've really been enjoying the the variety of weapons they have and the way they're doing their leveling and their season. Um, you can actually earn enough COD points to pay for your next season very easily. So I, I like I appreciate that they've done that. Um, so you can use those points to buy guns. Uh, it doesn't really give you an unfair advantage because you can also earn most of those guns too. So uh, they've really struck a balance with this one. My only complaint is the game has been occasionally buggy after updates where I've had a few crashes uh, right in the middle of a match, and that's infuriating, especially if you've got a good run because uh, that's a lot of XP that you lose. Uh, moving on. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh, there's a rumor that uh, Resident Evil 4 is, and this doesn't surprise me because I mean it seems like, uh, and I and I hope it's I hope this is the case. They've been going through, uh, you know, three, and now four. I mean it makes sense, and then maybe they'll do the next one after that. Uh, but I'm excited because uh, I, I really enjoyed two. I think it was which which was the one that was that came out first too, right? They redid two remastered, or was it three? Uh, yeah, two. They did a two remaster. Yeah, on, on the new on the new engine, and you know they just followed up with three. So I hope they hope they keep going. 
seems to be doing well. Uh, yeah, that, that new engine is the shit. I mean, it, it, for, for the visuals that it kicks out, and it's not a, a heavy, you know, overburdening type of thing like, say, Anvil Next, you know, when you're dealing with uh, the Ubisoft games, how you need, like, a killer PC to run it to get basic visuals. It's, it's like the complete opposite of that. So. Yeah, it looks amazing. Whitney or Logan, do you guys get a chance to play uh, Resident Evil 2 at all? No, I'm not a huge. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the horror genre. I, uh, I, I, it just scares the crap out of me. So, like, I even, I even, buy, uh, buy, um, Bioshock. Like, it took me years to make it through Bioshock because it just kept scaring the living bejesus out of me. So, Resident Evil, not, nah, not nah, fam. I'm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm the biggest sissy. So if it's like, I can do like a zombie game, like a zombie horror game. That's totally fine. I'm cool. Um, but I don't know. You go beyond that. I've seen some gameplay of Resident Evil, and I'm like, mm, that, that would make me jump. <laughs> yeah. You know, you had mentioned Bioshock. That's got to be in my top ten uh, games of all time. In my personal opinion, that game was a masterpiece. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the ending too. It the the twist on the ending was you can like it, it's so well done. Just so well done. BioShock 1 and 2 are on my list to play and I've been mean to play them forever, but it's like every time I get down, like you know how you go into the lighthouse and you go down. For some mm-hmm. ev- for some reason, every time I try to play, I get to that point and then I get called away and then I never pick the game back up. So if I can ever get back to that point, I think I'll be, I think I'll be. Yeah, you, you need to get the time in because that thing, it, it's that that's like um, that uh, shoot uh, crisis. It, it still holds up quite well. Uh, you can upscale that. I think there's a mod out for 4K uh, that does quite well. So I would spend the time, put it in a few hours, get yourself hooked, and just start plowing through that because it is good. I still need to play a Saints Row. I have it downloaded and I meant to play it, but then I got. Oh yeah, you, you'll love it. There's a there's a bunch of cameos in there too. Some for some I won't spoil it. Some pretty good cameos in the uh, three as well. <clears throat> um, so there's been a new patent filed by Valve, and I see that you know Logan, you're sitting on the couch there, and it. Reminds me of the old Valve controller that was uh, designed for, you know, couch play. Uh, apparently, uh, Valve has filed for a patent for another controller. They're going to take another crack at uh, at a controller. Now, did did any of you have a chance to try the old Valve controller? Yeah, I still have one. Do you? What were your How thoughts like on it? it? How do you like it? It's all right. Um, I like the, the concept. But the, uh, the the scrolling with those touchpads can get a little uh, can get a little a little annoying, especially when you're trying to trying to move around and be pretty quick. Um, I can imagine if you played enough with it, you you get good at it, you know. But um, yeah, it, it's it, it's it, it can be kind of like using a half of a phone touchscreen to do certain things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the way that it's made, because you get one thumbstick, so. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't sound like a very glowing review. It's just okay. 
<laughs> so I'm not going right. to, you know, pull any punches about that. Well, it was deeply yeah, discounted I, for a while because it didn't sell well. And I think they needed to clear out, you know, the ones they had. But um, I'm glad to see they haven't given up on it completely. Yeah. What if it reviewed better? Like, it curls pretty, summated it fairly well there. Like, that's exactly the way I heard it is. It, it, it's okay. It's it's a great prototype. It's a great proof of concept. But as a controller compared to your PS4 controller, your Xbox controller, it's just, nah, it doesn't. What they tried to do, again, it was a great proof of concept, but it didn't pan out the way they were hoping. So for me, I'm like, no, I, I no thanks. Uh, I'm more interested in trying like an Xbox Elite controller, to be honest. Uh, speaking of Elite controller, I picked up one of the knockoffs. Just as we, it, It's wired, though, which is fine by me because um, I'm not about to spend fucking $200 on a damn Xbox <laughs> controller. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it feels, it feels, this one feels more comfortable than the original because the, the original Xbox controllers, like that curve on the side of the trigger, you know, after you play for it, play with it, uh, play a game for so long, like that little, that little sharp little cut starts to get annoying, but this, this one didn't do that. So that was, that was pretty nice. And it's got the paddles in the back. Yeah. And you can take them off, which I thought was pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, my son uses a scuff uh, controller that he designed at their website. Uh, talk about expensive controllers. But you, yeah. can, you, can you can completely customize them. They're about 200 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah damn. Wow. But uh, he, he's, he swears by them, says they're, you know, they're, they're very high quality. They respond well because he uses a controller. Uh, when he plays Fortnite, uh, but he's using a mouse and keyboard now when he plays Call of Duty with me. I bought him the game. I got tired of not. not I got tired of there not being enough people on when I was awake and on. So like, I'm like, hey, because my son's you know he's almost 13. I'm like, hey, do you want to play Call of Duty with me? He's like, sure. So I've gotten him into that. Oh, that's cool though. Yeah, it's fu it's fun when your kids get old enough to where you know you can play video games with them and he can handle the the violence and the language. He's like me though. He mutes the, um, the, the in-game chat because it's just awful. That hasn't changed. Yeah, I can only imagine. That was the first thing I did was I turned off any, any in-game chat. I don't want to hear my team. I don't want to hear the other team. I don't want to hear these goofballs in the lobby. That's how I get him with like CSGO. Valorant hasn't been too bad though. I haven't had to mute anybody. That's good. That's good. Uh, on to the next thing. Doom Eternal has seemingly sabotaged its own new anti-piracy tech. So what's going on with uh, Doom Eternal and its anti-privacy tech? So, somebody um, at Bethesda. Piracy tech, sorry. Yeah, somebody there needs, needs a raise and or a new job because they probably got fired over this one. <laughs> but when Doom was released... Uh, people noticed that it came out with two uh, EXE packages and that they could actually, so one was, um, one was like uh, uh, half a, shit, I can't remember. It was, it was huge. And the other one was tiny. It was like, I think, uh, 170 odd megabytes or whatever. Um, or maybe it was, anyways, it doesn't matter. One was huge, one was small. So they found out that they could actually execute the smaller sized one. It would run the game fine. 
but it would run without using the DRM de novo. De novo? De novo? De novo? Uh, de novo. De, no, de, de novo. I think it's how yeah, you say and it. So, so awesome, right? Like, And this was on their shipped version. So day one version came out with these two EXEs, and you could now run the game without these stupid DRM crap. So the article I linked says it was unable to independently verify this, but this was all over Reddit. Um, lots of people chiming in. Uh, I see this was reported in a number of different places, so I, I tend to believe it. What I couldn't find, though, is anyone doing uh, some benchmarking with the Nouveau versus uh, without it. I've heard a rumor that it absolutely was way better performance, like 20% better. But to be fair, I was unable to verify that through any of the news articles that I searched or anything. So I don't know, but I love that this ship day one with it cracked already. So screw you fucking DRM. <laughs> wonder if somebody sabotaged from within the company. I hope so. I mean, come on, like it's, it's 2020. It's time to let DRM die. It doesn't do anything. Um, I was actually thinking about this when I heard this story. I've pir I pirated tons and tons and tons of games uh, 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. I think I played two of them. And I mean, like, probably downloaded 100 of them, and I played two of them. Uh, probably half the games I downloaded were um, old games that were completely unavailable anymore. Some of the first games I ever downloaded were copies of uh, things like Pool of Radiance, uh, the original Bard's Tale. This was before GOG uh, acquired the licenses and reformatted everything and got them up and running. Like, those are the kind of games that I pirated. Um, and those are the kind of games I ran. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, sometimes I pirate just to collect, just to have. But I'm not going to, in in malware, you know, with, with, with the day and age that we're in with malware and all this bullshit and the other private stuff I do on my computer, like work, business, taxes, banking, yada, yada. I'm not going to risk it. So just get rid of it. Like, fuck, it's just, a, it's a, it's so, such a waste of money. Yeah. It only bothers me when it gets in the way of the experience of, of actually playing the game. And I. And to be honest, like I would say that's all the time then. It's if it if it's impacting performance, then it's impacting your ability to play the game. You're not getting the best experience of the game that you should be able to. So yeah, I got I, I ain't got no time. Agreed. Some sad news this week. Uh Revival Games is shutting down. Uh this is from Blues News. It's the end and I'm reading the article here. This is the end of an era announcing this Finnish developer of Alien Blackout and Thief of Thieves Season 1 is shutting down. So, uh, sad to hear that. And uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not very familiar with any of their games, so I wonder if that could be part of the reason. They yeah. only have like two titles, Thief of Thieves, I believe one is called. And Alien Blackout were the two big ones. My the guys I work with, they play the crap out of Sea of Thieves. Th Thieves of Thieves, not this is Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Yeah, not They're Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay, yeah, I ain't never heard of that in them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, they this is not. They said in the article though, it's not entirely COVID related. And speaking of COVID, a Gamecom's Gamescom 2020 is officially a digital only event. 
So we're, we're what, two for two, E3 and this? Yeah. Right? And um, San Diego Comic-Con got canned as well. Ooh. Now I wonder if they're going to charge for the digital experience for Gamescom and how much it's going to be. Because I, I like watching these things rather than actually going to the events. I would rather Probably. the digital experience. I mean, that's how I enjoy E3 and and other big conferences. So if you if I could pay 20, 40 bucks and get um, you know, all 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 access from, you know, a digital perspective and the access to the panels and everything to watch at my leisure. I mean, to me that's worth it. How do you guys feel about that? I love going to those things. Like PAX, I look forward to going to PAX whenever I can. I've only been to three of them. Um, I I hesitate when I say this. I, I sort of love the big crowds. I hate the lineups, but I love the energy of the majority of the people. Yes, some of the people there need to have hygiene lessons, but they are in the minority. But I love getting hands-on with stuff. I love talking to developers. I love hearing about their passion, the excitement for the game and what they're doing. I love sitting there playing it with them while they're looking at me. And you can tell that they get excited when you're coming up to certain parts that they're, you know, proud of or whatnot. I love the 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 extras too that are there. Like um, you know, the, the physical goods. Uh shoot, I'm whiffing on the on the name of the creator. Uh the people that make the the tables that um change into your 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 board game style early area for your DD. I can't remember. Worm Wormwood Gaming. Um, like I love going there and I love seeing some of the products they have. I love going to see some of the other physical products that people are making around gaming. Um, I just love being there. And to be honest, like I love all the walking too that I do, like around the areas around, like I always go to, well, I've never been to anyone other than uh, Seattle PAX West. And I mean, I just love walking around the city, going to these different areas, doing these different things. For me, the digital experience, eh, I'm not, I, I'm not huge on because I don't know, like I'm not there with friends. Like I want to be there with friends. I want to be like, oh, we're going to go try out this new restaurant. Oh, we're going to go try out all these new beers. Oh, well, let's go back to the land party tonight, blah, blah, blah. Digital, it's like I'm at home. You know, I'm sure someone's going to come in and interrupt me and ask me to do some work partway through and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I want I want to get away. It's like a vacation, right? Mm -hmm. I just can't consume it the same way. One of these days, my friend, uh, I'm gonna, you and I are going to PAX West. Yeah. Do it. Let's book it 2021. Yeah, so this stuff's over. cool, but like, y'all, did y'all ever get the PAX plague? No, I've never been to a, an event like that. Logan. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, probably one time, and then the second time, you were, uh, we were a bit more careful with the uh, using the sanitizer that's around just to make sure. But I do recall, like now that you mention it, some developers were super awesome. Like they'd had, they'd grab the controllers, they give the keyboards a smear down, excuse me, with the, uh, with the Lysol wipes, like right after every person. And actually, now that I recall, I don't think I was sick after that one. That was the most recent one, but I think I actually got sick after the first one, but I also drank way more at the first one too. <laughs> the first PAX that I went to was uh, PAX East over in Boston, like 2012. And that by far out of all the PAXs that I've been to has been the favorite that I've ever gone to. I feel like because they used to give the swag bags and everything, they don't kind of do that, and like they don't do that at all anymore. And it's I don't know, it's not the same as it used to be, and I miss the old packs. But at this point, I'm totally cool with some things like just being completely digital and just watching it online. 
Like, I, I don't That's need to go to Gamescom. True. I don't need to go to E3. Like, I can get my information from just watching it all online without hearing the a lot of the hoo-ha of the people. Yeah, you're right. The swag on PAX, there was a huge difference between my first year and the last year. And it, it got to the point in the last year where it's it's a waste of money. If it's if it's not something people are gonna use and be proud to have, don't do it. Don't don't waste your money then. Um, yeah, but this, you're right. The swag bag was a really awesome thing the first year that I was there and it was junk the second year. And, and, and you're right as well. Like a, some of the, um, some of the, the, uh, the, the, the talks and the, the, the speaking points that people do much better for digital than, than for their, than for what, um, you know, I go to these conventions for, I want to get, I want to mm -hmm. talk to the developer, uh, you know, talk to them about what, what they created, how they like it. And I want to watch people play and I want to play it myself with them there. Um, sitting and talking about the state of gaming. Yeah, let, let's consume that online. Let me sit in my home, have a few beers and just, you know, put that on and just watch that at my own speed. Curl, mm -hmm. any thoughts? Um, well, I mean, kind of, kind of left with this is all we can kind of do at the moment. I mean, until until this bug gets the hell out of here, if we're more or less just kind of confined to the privacy of our, <clears throat> the privacy of our own home, um, we'll stream it all. Oh, holy crap! That's a loud thunder. Did y'all hear that? No. Yeah, I thought that was creaking <laughs> up your house or something. Man. I know you guys got hit by some pretty wicked tornadoes down there. Recently. Yeah. Yeah, like I, um, I, I I was driving back from um from my lady's place in Mississippi, and it stormed the entire way back home. Oh man, so. yeah, this time of year where the weather can get kind of scary in the Midwest too. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I guess we all just pop some popcorn and kick back and watch whatever. So shit. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, some good news, uh, if you caught it, uh, GOG had a weekend sale with some games as much as 90% uh, off. Anybody uh, pick anything up from GOG's sale this weekend, or were you even aware of it? I didn't know about it until today. So, <laughs> but uh, I didn't have a clue. going back to, you know, DRM-free, GOG sells its titles without DRM, which is pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm on a hiatus or trying to be on a hiatus from spending more. It's, come on, I, I got like 1,500 games I need to start getting through. <laughs> you know, and then I spend week, I'm like, oh, yeah, Xbox Ultimate. Oh, Gears of War. Oh, PS Now. Oh, my gosh, I can play Control. All right. Yeah. yeah. You become more of a game collector than a gamer. Exactly. Hashtag guilty. <laughs> uh speaking of game sales uh steam's top 10 this week we haven't done this in a while this used to be a regular thing for us we'd go through the um top 10 every week and speaking of of every week after the virtual land party may 2nd we will go back to a weekly podcast instead of every two weeks sweet so i'm looking forward to that mm -hmm. So the Steam Top 10 for this week, uh, number 10 was uh, Green Hell. Never heard of it. Uh, number 9 is XCOM Chimera Squad. Number 8, Doom, Doom Eternal. Number 7, Grand Theft Auto 5. They must have had a sale. 
number six is Dead Side. Number five, Fallout 76, that did recently launch an expansion. And some bug fixes. Uh, number four was Dark Souls 3. Three, Shakiro Shadows Die Twice. I almost said Shakira. <clears throat> Shadows Die Twice. Number two, Valve Index VR Kit. And number one, Mountain Blade 2, Bannerlord. I don't think I've played... Any, well, I played Grand Theft Auto. That's the only game on this list that I've played. I, I haven't played any of the predecessors to any of those games on that list yet. <laughs> yeah. We're getting old. Um, and speaking of Steam sales, um, this is from Blues News. Um, I, can't, I can't remember which information I wanted to look at here. I'm going to skip it. That's all we got for the news this week. So, what have you guys been watching? I've been watching The Good Place with with my wife. Um, that's Very cute, with, huh? It's cute. It's with Kristen Bell. I... I we, my wife and I both like her and her husband, um, and it's a pretty it's a it's a good show to watch right before bed. It's not too heavy. It's a comedy, uh, so that's been our evening series to watch. But we're getting pretty close to the end of the uh, the series, and we're gonna have to start something else up after that. I loved that show. I I really loved it a lot. Um, it was. It suffered the same fate I found as most shows, which is season one sets up on this direction, and then the rest of the seasons just start going on a bit of a tangent before it comes back around a bit. It went to some weird places, but in the end, I, I, I liked it. It kept the major theme throughout, which you know I'm not going to get into because I don't want to ruin anything in the end for you, but it, it, it wrapped up nicely in the end, I thought. Yeah, and every time I... Um... It took me a while to figure it out because I honestly didn't know this, but um, when I was listening to Kristen Bell talk, I was like, man, she sounds like Anna from Frozen. My wife's like, that's because she is Anna from Frozen. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I honestly did not know that. Yeah, yeah. No, I really liked it. I did. And you're right. It is a really good show just before bedtime. It is nice and mellow. And like I said, the theme and the moral story of it is is super cool. I really appreciate that they told a story like that in in this day and age, where you know I found that that and and um, Lucifer went very well together. Yeah, uh, where you yeah. wouldn't expect it. Yeah. Yeah, they and, managed not to offend any religions. <laughs> <laughs> or or they offended everyone equally and right. so they're just like yeah well see Lucifer, Lucifer was the opposite they probably if making Lucifer a good <laughs> guy offended probably everyone, offended yeah. all the Christians but <laughs> yeah you know I want to say that it did <laughs> I'm sure it did you made Luke made the devil the yeah. good guy so. yeah. I, I think that's actually been a running theme of a lot of um, uh, religious studies is is the devil actually a, a good person? He's misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But all right, I, I digress. We're getting into it. Um, what else you been watching? That's Everybody's it. watched Tiger King, right? No, no. You oh, know, I I, I I took a look at it, and it seemed too close to like one of those trashy reality TV shows, and I was never really into those. It's, it's a documentary. I'm telling you, watch one episode, you'll be hooked. I promise. <sighs> all right, I will watch one episode. Yeah, I, I watched the first episode and, and I kind of had that 
You, you know, the, the guy on the meme where he has the question marks to pop up after he does like this? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what did not I what get myself into? And that's like, what I, after I watched the first episode, I was like, what the hell did I just get myself into? But I couldn't stop watching. It's right, right, train right. wreck, but in the best of... It just reminded me that there's way too many people out there with way too much money and any kind of lacking of any kind of moral substance. That is true. Can't argue with that. Uh, I've been watching Archer again. Oh, I love Archer. I love that series. Archer's so awesome. Yeah. Is it streaming free yeah, anywhere? Because I've had to buy seasons on Prime. Netflix. Oh, it's back on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, great. I wonder. Oh, you know what? It could be just Canadian Netflix, though. So. Oh, yeah. I'll VPN it. VPN it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I I think I've actually laughed more this time around than I did the first time around. Um, it's just, yeah, it just seems to hit all the right notes again. It's awesome. I love it. I was super surprised that my wife agreed to watch it with me, and it, she was hooked after the first season. She absolutely loves Archer. Oh, I, I tried to get my wife to watch it with me, but she eh, doesn't see it. It's a cartoon. I don't like cartoons. It's an awesome cartoon pretty good i like archer oh and uh, his mother is a pretty good analog for my own mother oh jesus yeah <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> yeah uh, i think that's pretty much all we've got other than to i want to just you know remind everybody again what we said at the beginning of the show hosting a virtual LAN on may 2nd saturday may 2nd from 11 a.m. Central till the wee hours of Sunday morning. So if you can make it, pop in to our Discord, play some games with me, and uh, hopefully some of the rest of the cast can make it at some point too throughout the day. And uh, you might see some of the old, uh, you know, some of the guys from previous casts as well. Um, so if you can make it, that'd be great. I'd like to make it a regular thing, you know, since we can't do, um, you know, be either because of just the fact that we're all, you know, distances apart and also the whole uh pandemic thing so it'd be fun to uh see how this works out virtually i've never attempted to do a, do this before so it'll be kind of a work in progress we'll see how it goes but i think ultimately if we get a bunch of people in there playing games we'll have some fun yeah do it up and yep. with that this will be a short show anybody got anything else before i get out of here before we get out of here Nope, not really. All right. Everybody stay safe and safe and healthy. And uh, this podcast is a production of the 10.6 Gaming Community. You can find the AFK Podcast at the AFKpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Steam group and more. And join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye, Jerry. Thanks for being here. See ya.